there is a trait that's a beacon so bright, a shining light in the darkness of night. It should bring clarity and understanding. It helps to build trust that is demanding. It is a vital key to good governance and helps to ensure there's a fair chance for all to see the inner dealings and to hold those in power to our feelings. It's the foundation of a free society where people have a voice and can see, informed and engaged in the decision-making to hold those in power accountable for their undertaking. It's a virtue so true and so pure, it helps to keep the truth fully secure. It will build a better future for all to see. Transparency is the key to democracy. Welcome to Divided We Stand. If you would like to know who I am, I would like you to refer to the person to over there. And if you would like to know who he is, I would have to refer you to the Divided We Stand Legal Council. <laughs> now, if you missed the White House press briefings in the last week, I literally just summed it up for you because that's all you're going to get. So, uh, yes, uh, the transparency factor coming out of the White House Will you commit to transparency on this issue? I will commit to transparency. Yeah, no, he didn't. He's not committing to transparency. They're not being transparent. They're about as transparent as mud right now. Because all you're going to get is, I refer, refer you to the DOJ. Joe, if you could ask the press, uh, uh, the White House press secretary a question on this, what would it be? <laughs> Ah, something that wouldn't be answered, clearly. Um, I'll tell you, you know, honestly, Jimmy, and and I think one of the things I was optimistic about with the Biden administration was something they stated when they won fairly, by the way, the 2020 election. They said that they would deal with the press in a, in a fair way. They would be transparent. You wouldn't get what I hated about the Trump administration beyond uh, just the, the divisiveness of what he brought to the table, but uh, was the idea of there being in like different information depending on who you are. And that got to be a little bit too much. I've been pretty critical of the Biden administration and then the, the way they've handled themselves, particularly the way they've dealt with the press, which I think is poor and, you know, I give them a D on, on, uh, on relations at this point. Or is, you know, kind of an understatement there, Joe, don't you think? I mean, it is. Well, poor is never good. <laughs> but, I mean, Joe, there, there's something that I need to bring to, to everybody's attention here, right? I understand. Look, I'm in full transparency. I am dead to rights if Joe brings up to me the, the uh, obstruction of justice by the Donald Trump administration, right? Dead to rights. Can't say anything, can't defend it, can't spin it any other way. Transparency is he was blocking uh, the, the investigation by the FBI, spurred on by the, what, the, the, the National Archives about these records, right? Okay, you got me, right? However, if that is the standard of uh, a good or bad law, I mean, if you want to say, if that's what makes something legal or illegal, that's just ridiculous in my book, right? That doesn't actually address any other crime. 
None of it. It doesn't address the, the actual crime that was committed, right? So I've prepared a little something for people. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, here we go. Let me see if I can. Uh, U.S. Code uh, 18 Statute 1924, right? So, uh, again, Joe and I don't like to, to spread rhetoric, right? We don't like to pass along rhetoric. We try to speak the truth. So here's the truth, right? Whomever, Statute 1924, whomever being an officer, employee, contractor, or consultant of the United States, and by virtue of his office employment, contract, or consul of the United States, uh, by virtue of his office position or contract, becomes possessed of documents or materials containing classified information of the United States knowingly remove such a document or material without authority, which in this case, the vice president does not have authority, let alone the documents that they just found, what, 18 hours ago that was linked back to his Senate days? Oops. His Senate days, which definitely don't have authority to remove classified documents. And in fact, if you are a senator, congressperson, and you want to see these documents, you have to go in a little room, called <laughs> which is fully friggin' secure, does not allow you to leave with these documents, has records of who goes in, who comes out, what documents are signed in, what documents are signed out. It's fully secure. How Joe Biden, as a senator, got these documents out should be the number one investigation, in my opinion. We'll worry about Joe Biden later. Right, but this is a total breakdown in U.S. process, U.S. Uh, uh, security process. That's a bigger issue to me than Joe Biden, right? Because let's face it, Joe, nothing's going to happen, right? Nothing's going to happen. They let Hillary Clinton go, which kind of set the president. They're not going to get Donald Trump, and if they don't do that, they definitely are not going to get Joe Biden, right? You know what's funny though? Uh, Donald Trump asked the other day on, on Truth Social when they were going to uh, raid Joe Biden's house. Uh, and they didn't actually raid it, but they did go into his house. And as you just suggested, found even more classified documents. I feel like if you turn Joe Biden upside down and shook him by his ankles, classified documents would just come falling out of this guy's pockets. I think nuclear codes would be coming out of this. Yeah. Classified documents. That's good. Right, the keys to the White House. I can't help but wonder, though, is it something to do with their advanced ages that these guys just can't keep it together when it comes to classified information? I would have, you know what, Joe? I would have kind of said yes with you today. But knowing that when he was a senator and had his lucid mind, now, he was a dope then, too. I don't know why you're forgetting that. <laughs> yes, but he wasn't at the, at the mature age of senility, right? I don't think he was a senator then. I think that he had all his faculties, Len, and he was, according to you know CNN and NBC, CNN NBC is sharp as a tag and uh, a political shark. Well, then, you know, you kind of got to assume that he had his faculties and he knew exactly what he's doing when he stole essentially classified information out of the skiff right i mean i don't know any other way to to put that he, the information is gone he was a sitting senator not the president or vice president in the time yeah time. so I, I don't know right I you really know i think the outrage has to be the chief of staff throwing documents into a fireplace on multiple occasions 
which is what happened under the Trump administration. Uh, Mark Meadows literally was seen tossing documents into the fireplace. So there's no regard for classified documents from these politicians. And, and you know, Jimmy, as a, as a veteran and as a guy who access classified information, you know, it's stunning that the people who actually need the classified information are held to a higher standard than the people who have access to it uh, and seem to, you know, I don't know, clean their Corvettes with it. I'm, I'm not sure. What are you doing with documents in your garage? What there was are- happening there? I, I wish I could pull it up for you, but there are over 18 service members right now in prison for t- the tiniest violations of classified documents, like the tiniest violations, not, you know, not keeping them in their garage. They removed it when they weren't supposed to. They handed it off without a cover sheet. That kind of stuff is prosecuted in the military, like right to a T, like there is no if ands, or buts. There are no, you know, get out of jail free cards, you know, there's none of that. You were found to be in violation of- I remember that because when Hillary Clinton did it, the people in the military couldn't stop talking about it until Donald Trump did it, and then they all shut their mouths. Okay, yeah. Everybody, like, I'm not shutting my mouth. Right? Weird how that happened. I don't mean you, but yeah, most- Gets a pass, right? Yeah. I am, as, as fair as I can be, I try to be as consistent as I can be. If you broke the law- you broke the law. Yeah. I don't care who you are, right? And, and remember the old saying, justice is blind? Where, where did that saying go? Everybody's forget, forgotten that. Justice is, oh, wait a minute. No, justice is on that guy, not my guy. Like, I would almost say, yeah. you know what? I think when Joe Biden gets out of office, he should be prosecuted, but it's more likely he'll be dead. <laughs> I, there's a 50-50 chance that he won't live past <laughs> his term in office. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think we talked about this a couple months ago, right? I said I predicted it. I predicted that he would not make it his four years. I thought I think he will die uh, of old age prior to twenty twenty. Well, look, you know he's got the the jab, so you never know when he's <laughs> just gonna. You know that myocarditis could hit him, <clears throat> could get him. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not a. It's not a. I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory anymore, Joe. <clears throat> I really it is. Know. Oh, it's big time a conspiracy theory. There's, there's a plenty of no. There's uh, factually speaking, there's a very low percentage chance that if you have the vaccine, that you you have suffered uh, a heart attack. And I'm a person who did have a heart attack and also did have the vaccine, and I did run it by my doctor because I hear conspiracy theories. You know, I've got questions. And as my doctor pointed out, you know, my issue was a buildup over decades of living. It wasn't like I had blood clots, which is what the, you know, is what would be happening with these vaccines. So we can tell in most situations if that is the result of the vaccine or not. And statistically speaking, it's just there's a very small amount of cases where that actually could be the case. Yes, I agree 100% with that. But more and more popping up every day. You know what? Jimmy, I'll tell you, listen, I... Before you think I'm a conspiracy theorist here, right? I want everybody to realize and everybody to know something. Project Warp Speed 
was not a Joe Biden operation. They did not, Joe Biden didn't develop this vaccine in record time. Joe Biden didn't push uh, big pharma to develop this vaccine in record time. That right, was it was the deep the state. That was under the Trump administration. Project Warp Speed was under the Trump administration. They rushed this vaccine, right? And everybody said, I'll pull a video of every Democrat out there saying, I'm not taking that vaccine. If Trump does it, I don't trust it. I have questions, blah, blah, blah. Every single one of them said Oh, listen. Right? Listen, The Simpsons predicted like 20 years ago that there would be a uh, a worldwide pandemic that required a vaccine, and here we are. Uh, nice job by them as usual. Yeah, right? The Simpsons, you got to hand it to them. They're visionaries, apparently. But, Joe, it's true. The Democrats down, you know, boo-hooed the vaccine until they became in power. Yeah. And then pushed it on everybody. Like, it was the greatest thing in the world. Well, it is. The, uh, well, some it, might say. <laughs> I mean, by definition, it's not a vaccine because it doesn't uh, prevent it. Prevent anything, right? You're still going to get it, but they didn't tell you that, right? They, they, the Democrats came out and they lied and they pushed. You're going to kill grandma if you don't get it. Well, you know what? You could still kill grandma even if you got it, right? It's the vaccine made it less severe for me. Right, right? but also made it less less of a less likely that well, grandma's going to get it from you. You can still transmit it. You can still get it, right? So it's still transmissible even if you're vac- vaccinated. Low percentage. But it, you know, it was just a lie, right? It is it was all just a lie. It was all I don't think it, I don't think that's a good way to categorize it. When they when they said it was a vaccine that was wrong. No, I'll give you that. I'll I'll grant you that's that's a true statement. We should stop calling it a vaccine because it's not. And then polio, why, polio why? had a vaccine that and that worked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yellow fever, something like that. Scarlet fever. Yeah, chicken bump. pox, measles, rubella. Yeah, no thanks. However, Joe, those are over the course. Those are diseases, right? Those are diseases. We don't have a we don't have a vaccine for the rhinovirus. We don't have a vaccine for the influenza virus. They're not being stopped. They're still being. Oh, by the way, the rhinovirus is just the common cold. It's still considered a virus, right? So the point here is, you can't put. It, there's not. You can't stop a virus. You can stop a disease. Right. Right. So. The whole push in the mandates on the on the side of the Democrats was for what? If to not overwhelm the healthcare system. The healthcare system, Joe. Do you understand the healthcare system operates at like eighty six percent, one hundred percent of the time, right? Hospitals run at like eighty six percent capacity all the time. Yeah, so, I would say business is pretty good. Yeah, right. So when people said, "Oh my God," though. The hospitals are overran. Well, it didn't take much to overrun them, right? So right. That's yeah. a huge mass hysteria tactic, in my opinion, because it would have taken the flu could have, you know, your regular flu could have overtaken the healthcare system. But it didn't because but we need to quarantined. Them, it was brilliant. When you, we talk about stuff like this, it's important that we give all the f- truth, right? 
we, we should give the entire facts well, now that we're learning about this, right? Hospitals were overran in the first two days because hospital capacity runs at 86% all the time. So to fill that other 14% wasn't really that hard, and it didn't take 8,000, um, you know, 800 million Americans, as Joe Biden puts a number on it, to overrun it. It took a very small amount, right? So why didn't New York City use the Mercy ship when their healthcare system was being overran? I don't know, right? These are things that, these are just questions that always come up when we talk about COVID and these are these are things that the Republicans will find out in the next two years during their course of their intensive investigations. I don't know why we're bringing that. I try. I'm trying to avoid these investigations. I don't want these investigations, except for one. Right, and this is going to bring us back to the beginning here because I do have something else. Right, Hunter Biden's laptop. No, not Hunter Biden's laptop. I don't care about Hunter Biden because it's small potatoes to me compared to this what the this document thing that's going on right i read you one statue there's another one right because i can't stand when what's her name jean pierre cardin or whatever the white house press secretary comes out and says he takes this matter very seriously right we're doing everything we can right well you know what it doesn't again it doesn't matter according to cfr which is another federal regulations 46 statute 503 0.59, all classified information shall be afforded a level of protection against unauthorized disclosure cons consumerate or commensurate with a level of classification. Whenever classified material is removed from a storage facility, such material shall not be left unattended and shall be protected by attaching appropriate classified documents. I can go on, but you get the picture here. So I think like what that? she, I think what the White House press secretary means to say is about him taking it seriously is that he's not going to go on Twitter and tell people to stick it, that he's going to comply with what he's being asked to do and that he's going to do that, which is what you would expect the president of the United States to do. The, the irony in, in the fact that uh, Trump is still under investigation for this and it's happening to Biden and you see the contrasting ways in which they dealt with this issue. Again, I think it goes a, a far way towards people who are like, I don't understand why we're holding these guys to different standards. Well, that's why. One of them's actually taking responsibility for what he did, and it's only getting worse. And the other guy just doesn't care, and he, and he suggested the FBI was planting documents at his house. Uh, I, it's it's a weird thing. It is. It makes me so happy that you said that to me, right? It makes Good. me so happy, Joe, because I just sat here and explained to you how Joe Biden has broken the law for decades under yeah. the two statutes. It's unrefutable. You can't say anything about it, right? We both agree. Right. I agree with you. But now, but now it's after the fact, right? So now after the fact is what matters. Hold on. I'm going to play you this video. Real quick, and then I want your reaction after this, okay? You got it. And the American people, because no one is above the law. In America, nobody is above the law. I believe we in Congress have a duty to demand accountability and safeguard one of our nation's highest principles, that no one is above the law. No one is above the law. That's true. Not you, not the Congress, and certainly not the president. Anyone else who did these things would be prosecuted for them. We must ensure that no one is above the law. 
This is the United States of America. No one is above the law. No one. No one is above the law. It is clear that any other person who engaged in such conduct would be charged with a crime. We will continue our investigation and we will hold the president accountable because no one is above the law. Unless your name is Joe Biden, right? No one is above the law. What you do after you break that law matters more. That's more important how you conduct yourself after you break a law than breaking the law itself. I don't understand that, and I don't think you or anybody can justify the, the reaction here. I just showed you 40 minutes, 40 seconds of Democratic freaking congressmen to include Hakeem Jeffries, who almost won the speakership, saying nobody is above the law. Well, they're treating Joe Biden like he's above the law because of what he's doing after the fact. That's not a fair justice system. That is not a, a justice system that I have confidence and faith in. And that's ridiculous. And I yeah, think we've already, we've already all felt this way for a couple of years on that. I think the American people are feeling a, a lot of the same way I am, Joe. Yeah. I well, most of us have been feeling this way for about three or four years now. So Joe Biden came in and made it worse is what you're saying. Sure. Okay. Okay, this good. Is just a continuation of presidents not having any regard for classified information. Again, you could even say this goes back to Hillary Clinton in 2016. Uh, again, we're selectively outraged when it happens, which is a weird thing. Um, I'm always outraged when it happens. I don't care who does it because I don't hero worship any of these politicians at all. And so it doesn't matter who's breaking the law. No one's above it. And no one should be excused for it. I don't know what the punishment is for a sitting president, but I mean, whatever, there should be some sanction here. This is ridiculous. And I, I hope they don't find more classified information. You know, he, <laughs> this guy's had a two days, man. Just wait two days. Yeah, you know this guy's had a lot of offices and a lot of places where he could have just stashed documents for some odd reason. So let's have so at it. Why I I love doing this show with you, man. I really do, right? You're you're a straight shooter, you know. You don't hold back, but the outrage that you showed, and I should I got to go back and pull up these documents or pull up the episodes about this happening to Trump and the possibility of the espionage and selling secrets, and you were just all over it, man. You were all over it. And well, rightfully so. I'm not I don't saying think I was. I don't think I was all over it. Listen, here's what I did say. I can tell you what I did say it was exactly what I would say now. You know, the aftermath is very important because a, you know, one guy self-reported, the other guy had a, a lawyer lie about it in an affidavit. So again, how they respond to said missing documents, these documents are now all accounted for on Joe Biden's part. There's still documents, I think, that are out to lunch with, with the Trump administration. So yeah, we, we just heard that before. Listen, yeah, absolutely. This is, this is troubling on both ends. It really is. And again, it started with Hillary Clinton and, and Jim Comey giving her a free pass on she was being careless or whatever the case may be. Uh, we, we've shown no regard for uh, or our accountability for any politician 
with respects to classified documents, and that's ridiculous. There, you know. But again, what is the punishment going to be? You know, we've already we've already heard from Bob Mueller, uh, who featured prominently in the video that you did play, that you can't indict a sitting president. And as I jokingly suggested earlier, Joe Biden might not last till he's out of office. Uh, especially if, and it seems like re-election's a real possibility for this guy now, if you can believe that. Um, again, another reason why Donald Trump should shut his mouth and go away. Uh, you are you are ensuring Joe Biden gets four more years at this point, uh, I, if, if that's the way things continue to go. It's been, you know, interestingly enough, it's been pointed out to me more recently that 2018 went poorly for Republicans as did 2020, as did 2022. So we're talking about now three elections in a row uh, and where this guy really tried to to push senatorial candidates where the Republicans should have won back the Senate, uh, he in fact cost them. So there's long-term ramifications. I, I don't wanna make this about Donald Trump right now because it is not, it is about classified documents, but also the idea that if you're going to be a Republican and be outraged and you weren't when it was in regards to Donald Trump, I, I think you, you don't have a case. And the video that you played really only uh, kind of heightens the idea that it, you can investigate him all you want on these classified documents. Again, it seems more like he's just a baffling buffoon uh than anything else why does he get a um, bad for that what's the punishment here, what's the punishment and what's the precedent that's been set in the last four years it's that I know, I there's no that. accountability I, I, we said that already right yeah, we but, oh i understand that but now you're but, but now you're confused you're and i'm trying to explain why you're vilifying one side. That's all you're doing right now. You're vilifying. I'm vilifying the side that's now outraged that wasn't a couple of months ago, and that's ridiculous. And you're excusing incompetence. Well, you know, he thought they were classified because he does it with his mind. I mean, stop it, right? Who are we kidding here? We can't. We can't be like okay. again. I got it. Man. I, outrage I is too much. I, I get it. I understand the left's point of view. I don't like it. Right? I understand yeah. it. If you're a Republican, you're an evil mom. You're an evil guy. No, that's not true. If you're a Republican, you selectively have outrage. A few months ago, when Donald Trump's place was being uh, raided by Mar-a-Lago, every Republican voice out there was saying, "Hey, you know, you you shouldn't be raiding a president. That that's not right. You know." Uh, Everybody wanted to believe that there was some nonsense. You know, the FBI is a, a liberal organization that's always about that. That's always had a Republican FBI director, just I'm so we all are on the same page. No, I'm serious. Nobody I'm cared. Nobody cared about these classified documents back back in October. Nobody cared. You guys really cared when Hillary Clinton did it. Then you didn't care when Donald Trump did it. Now you definitely care when Joe Biden did it. And I'm telling you. I was unhappy with Hillary Clinton's situation. I was unhappy with Donald Trump's situation and the suggestion that he might have sold some of that information. That's also deeply disturbing. And I'm upset with Joe Biden for having been in the same situation. And for, again, what seemingly is a, a daily like, oh, my goodness, look at they just found Joe's old briefcase from his senatorial days. Open it up and it's full of documents. It's getting worse by the day.
But again, you should have been outraged the whole time is all I'm saying. And I have been. I have consistently. Everybody, though. Not everybody on your side. not everybody. Again, so. Most of them didn't care. Who was I talking? I was talking to somebody uh, uh, maybe a little bit earlier today, and they're making it harder and harder to be a Republican, right? So all these new people got got elected in. Uh, I'm going to call one out and uh, specifically Sarah Huckabee, right? And all we've been hearing about for the past four years is how the left has taken our rights away. We got to fight for our rights. They're going to do away with the First Amendment. They're going to try to do away with the Second Amendment, et cetera, et cetera, right? On and on and on. The first thing she does when she gets in office is ban something. Right. Like, got to do it our way. Yeah. Are you out of your freaking mind? Again, it's I find it amusing, Jimmy, when I hear uh, Republicans talking about uh, indoctrination of children because, again, we roll our children into religion classes when they're around three and four years old. That's the best time to get them while they still have the God complex, while they still can picture an imaginary friend, that being a personality living outside of a body. Uh, you lose that ability once your brain starts to develop at like five, six years old. So you got to do it when, when people are young. And so this liberal indoctrination where you're trying to teach, you know, kids that, hey, gay people exist and it's OK, uh, it's the same mindset is you you got to hit kids when they're young and impressionable. That's when you're going to that's you know, that's when you're going to convince them what's what. And so, I mean, this is all this is all listen, this is all tied together. Again, it's more selective outrage. If they're learning God in the Bible, it's OK. If they're learning gay, ah. You know, stop the nonsense. It's they're too woke. Hold on, hold on. You're you're describing things, right, that are very true, right? That yeah. are very poignant, great, great points, but you keep leaving something out. What? Right? And so does the left. Those are my kids. I get to decide what I teach them. I get to decide what they learn. Not you, not the state, and not the friggin' government. If when I you want to, I want to indoctrinate, and I'll use that word, right? I will. I will use that word. If I want to indoctrinate my children, my children, into a world of Catholicism, Christianity, whether you agree with it or not, how about Mormonism? I don't give a shit. How about Mormonism? How about Scientology? It's fine because it's about, my choice. How about Nexium up in Buffalo, an actual cult it's that's been my called a cult? Choice. Right. I think people, I think, no, listen, if you, you hold on, hold on. Government tell me how to raise my kids and tell me to tell my kids what to believe. Are you suggesting that honestly? Yeah, I am. Yeah, that there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a greater good here. We want to make sure that kids are vaccinated from, you know, chicken pox and, and, and uh, all the, the regular early childhood immunizations we that's important for all of us as a society and any decision that you make in regards to your children there there's a, a bearing on society and so yeah i think society gets to weigh in uh and make sure that people are doing the right thing by their children so that your children are functioning uh citizens of society and not just a byproduct of who their father happens to be
Again, if you're going to send children, if you're going to send children to public school, they're going to get a public school education, which we vote on. We vote on when we select the board of education, and then they then decide which curriculum your kid's going to follow. You're 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 spouting conformity, and you're you're trying to. That's how society works. Yes, conformity. You know it does. Okay. I, I just want to make sure that you're stating because it's it's absolutely ridiculous. There's a lot of private schools, Catholic schools, where you can send your kid to places that teach you that you know man and the dinosaur lived together six thousand years ago. I mean, if you want to send your kids to that nonsense, I'm when I meet your kids, I'm gonna be like, dude, your dad did you a disservice. None of that's true. And I'm gonna tell them every time what actually happened. And that's fine, Joe. And I will Is just say I will defend your right to do so one If I do that to your kids, you'd be all right with it? If what? If you correct my kids? If you yeah. talk to my kids because you believe something different? Yeah. We're friends. I don't give a shit. You and really? I don't talk to my kids. My kids hilarious. My kids are going to be able to decide on their own. I am going to teach them critical thinking. I am going to teach them to take information in process it and come up with the truth right can i tell you, you something funny you can't have the truth with only an echo chamber in one side there's no such thing as truth in that right I, listen to this i told my seven-year-old son that there's no such thing as magic magic doesn't exist it's only in the movies hmm. and he has slowly but surely applied that to religion he's applied that to basically Santa Claus. And I don't lie to kids. And so when my son was like, wait a minute, <laughs> Santa Claus can't have done all that stuff without magic. And there's no such thing as magic. So I think you're Santa Claus, that Santa Claus is you and mom bring in the presents. And I said, yeah, it's true. And I said, uh, you know, do me a favor. Don't, don't spoil this for the kids at school because for some reason we all agreed a long time ago that we would lie to children when they figure things out just to give them the experience for a few more years or whatever nonsense. And I, I hate that because your child has figured something out logically and they go to the person they trust the most in the world, you, the parent, and they say, hey, this, this, and this, I think I figured it out. And you look them dead square in the eyes and you go, nope. No, it's all magic. He's he's real. Uh, you're doing your kid a terrible disservice. And uh, after I explained that to my son, he said, hey, I appreciate you not lying to me. And I thought that did wonders yeah. for our relationship. And I think it would do wonders for everyone's relationship if we all just kind of got down to talking about things that are logical and, and things that make sense so that we can like, get on the same page. I want to give you, I want to give you your time right on the flip side here, but I, you gotta let me respond to this. Of course. Right, I'm going to say this. Number one, magic is definitely real. All right. And when I say that, I say it by when I'm, I'm going to justify it like this. All right. And don't, Oh my God, please, please, yo, don't go off on the tangent where I think you could go on this. Yeah. It is called the miracle of childbirth for a reason. There are over a million things that need to happen inside a woman's body in a cellular level to produce, grow, make, nourish 
a living organism inside of them, i.e. a baby. Yeah. So when I say, I call it the miracle of childbirth, right? Because it truly is, truly, truly is. That, my friends, is magic. Now, the freaking hocus pocus, here's your card? Of course not. When you look at science, and you can take religion and science, mix it together in a way where it makes sense, such as the miracle of childbirth. That is magic. That's a misapplied term. I think that's adorable, and it's a beautiful way to to try to say that magic is that. There was a time where uh, about 10% of births actually happened amongst humans. And now it's about 95%, right? The technology where Do you uh, the way we're able to. I am so sorry, guys. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. I, got, I hit those buttons on accident. Oh, my goodness. I was like, oh, is he cutting me off? Because no, it's no, like no, a no, thing. No. Censorship. Censorship, I tell you. Child? No, listen. Uh, yeah, uh, listen. A birth is certainly special, but it is simply science. And again, we've developed the ability to. Uh, to really perfect that, which is, is a miracle in and of itself, but that's misapplying what a the, the suspension of nature uh, or the laws right. of physics. It'll no, never no, happen. It is science, right? And I said that from right. the beginning, Joe. You're not going to take a basket, a, a woven basket, Jim, and pull like 8,000 fish out of it. That's just not. And I believe I said that as well. Yeah, right. right. Not a rabbit out of a hat. But it is the neurons firing together. It is the molecular cells that have to connect in such a specific and, and chronological way, right? And this is all backed by science. Yeah, but also every day the miracle of the miracle of science that you're talking about goes wrong. Backing you up here, right? Oh, I love it. Backing you up. That to me is magic, right? That to me, the science behind it, 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 the 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 millions and millions of things that have to go right and does to create this thing and nourish this thing. That is the magic. You're 100 percent right. 10 percent of uh, pregnancies don't go to term. Right. That's a huge number. That 10 percent is a huge and number. And Democrats want number. that to be higher. And Democrats want that to be higher. Thank you very much. I am going to end on that note. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have the flip side with Joe Dwyer. Do you want to start your own podcast or live stream show at Clovercrest Media Group? We can help you create a show to run on CT Politics TV. From concept to development and production, let the pros at CMG assist you in getting your voice heard. At CMG, we'll also help you build your audience on social media as well as train on how to become a broadcast professional. To learn more or to set up a free consultation, visit us at clovercrestmedia.com. Ron DeSantis is a racist. That's my opinion. However, I think if you challenged me, I could prove it. DeSantis saying AP African American studies lacks educational value is very bigoted and it's racist. There's no gray area here, literally none. DeSantis does not want Florida high school students to hear about the history of racism in America which is part of the curriculum in most school districts in the country. 
Last year, DeSantis signed a law called the Stop Woke Act that restricts conversations about racism in his state. You might be a racist if your flag is being flown alongside a Nazi flag. Ron DeSantis is the ultimate politician. Monday, he's quoting MLK. Wednesday, he wants him silenced. <laughs> that really happened. The history of the U.S. is a little bit shameful, but it also happened within the lifespan of people who were still living. The 60s civil rights movement was nearly as evil as what was happening before 1865. That's not that long ago. <laughs> That's not that long ago, Jimmy. It's really not. CRT critical race theory, which is not being taught to kids, is not African-American studies. As a matter of fact, you don't even know what critical race theory is, do you? And it's okay, most people don't. Now, after being asked about critical race theory, Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, General Mark Milley, delivered an answer every American should hear. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, et cetera, I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America. What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong? with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, antebellum laws prior to the Civil War, that led to uh, a power differential with African-Americans that were three-quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a civil war and emancipation proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look it, I do want to know. And I respect your service, and you and I are both Green Berets. But I want to know. And it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. And I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that. Thank you, General. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. And as Isn't that always, great? that was well done, right? That was a good little presentation you put together. I actually, uh, I like it. Uh, you and I have <laughs> gone over, you and I have battled. I mean, I mean, we can do it again if you want over the Confederate flag. But I mean, I, I understand your guys' point. I do. But again, it doesn't mean that to the Dukes of Hazard. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Bo and Luke put it on the General Lee to say that they support Nazism. 
I honestly don't. <laughs> and if you do, you're going to have to explain to me why, right? I don't think that's what they uh, 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 affiliated the Confederate flag with. I don't think that Kid Rock affiliates the Confederate flag with Nazism more so I think he does Southern pride, right? I think that's what it stands for. It sure does. Not Southern not, pride, as in Southern Nazis. pride telling the North, nah. The Nazis, well, yeah, you know what? Then what are all the Puerto Rican flags flying all over the place in cars? What are all the Dominican flags? What are all the Polish flags? Why are they not American flags, right? Those, those listen, it's, no, listen, there's, uh, it, it's all in the, first of all, Southern pride doesn't make sense because it's a region, it's not a state. So it, it's the whole idea of the South uh, as opposed to the Northeast where you live now and should have more pride in uh, and should understand that the, the, the Confederacy is representative of uh, the side that lost the Civil War in the United States and was resoundingly beaten. And so that's the, a blanket statement. Right? My, well, here's the other part of that is in Germany, the swastika has been banned. And so since they can't use a swastika, they use the Confederate flag to represent a swastika when they're protesting in Germany. So if your flag is a, is a backup symbol for a hate symbol, it's a hate symbol. It's a hate symbol considered by Germany. So we need to conform. But everybody, everybody recognizes it the same way. Everybody does. So you know what? I can't wait till there's a symbol Right? Like the donkey. I can't wait for the donkey to be a hate symbol. I cannot wait for it to be a, some kind of offensive, and you guys are going to defend it to the hill, man. I promise you. Yeah, it's always it's always bad when it doesn't happen to the Democrats, right? I love it. But anyways. And no, it just sucks when it happens to the Republicans. That's what you're trying to say. Because it's fuck, it, it's so it's, why so right? Why is the Republican Party associated with the Confederacy? That's that they're should not. be problematic they're as well. Not. Abraham you Lincoln know. was a Republican. You guys tried to, guys tried to pull my them and try to freaking sow that little web of lies to do that. I am not a freaking associated with any Nazism whatsoever. Well, I'm no, the Nazis are associated with you. You got it backwards. So, so that's my fault. I should be blamed for that. I, I would look at your policies. When when the Nazis are like, I'm with this guy, you should I'm be like, no, why, why would you be with me? They associate you guys with well, the same authoritarianism as they, as they love. I'm going to tell you why, right? I'm going to tell you why, right? And this is why. Right here, Joe, right? This. Is that a classified document from Joe Biden's house? <laughs> it is. I got well, They keep turning up. Right? I got this from Joe Biden's trunk. This is actually the the woke bill from Governor DeSantis. Yeah. Right? So when you scroll down here, hold on, I'm going to try to do this both at the same time. I know you guys can't see this, right? But that page right there is the highlights portion, right? I'm going to read it to you. This is what it means. This is what the bill says. You tell me how racist it is, all right? Verbatim. It's unlawful, too. Subjecting any individual as a condition of employment, memberships, certification, licensing, credit, 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 crediting, or passing an examination, the training, instruction, or any other required activity that espouses, promotes, advances, 
inculcates or compels such individuals to believe any of the following concepts. Members of one race, color, sex, or national origin are morally superior to members of another race, color, sex, or national origin. That doesn't sound too bad, right? That, that sounds like anti-racism to me, right? So I don't, you know, I don't see anything anti-woke there. Members of one race, color, or national origin are more, yeah, I just read it, individuals by virtue uh, uh, by race, sexual, national or origin, is it inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive? So you can't say that whites are just inherently oppressive. You can't say that Asians are inherently racist, even though I say that. But that's it's illegal for it, and I don't think that's half bad, right? I, I don't think we're doing anything racist here. I don't think we're doing anything anti-woke. An individual's moral character or status is either privileged or oppressed is necessarily determined by his or her race, sex, color, et cetera, et cetera. So this one is saying that you're not oppressed just because the dint of your skin, or you're not. Uh, uh, what's the other word? And and because we're telling you this in our law that you're not oppressed, so shut well, your mouth. No, no, no. That's not what it's saying. It's what it's saying is you can't go out and say that it is. So you can go out and say all you want that. So so evil, you, you so right? again, this law is saying that black people can't say that they've been discriminated against. No, they can say that all they want. They, they but can say the law. It sounds like what you just read to me says that they can't say that. No, no, no. You can't be taught this, right? So oh, you have to learn it. Oh, you have to learn it just day to day by being black in Florida. You can't go out and make blanket statements that conflate a, you know. Can I tell you something uh, you should know? Umbrella. That's stupid, and you know it. Here's some, here's some other. Ready? Famous? No. That's here's some other. Here's some other AP classes that are being taught in Florida. AP, European history. AP, art history. AP, Japanese language and culture. AP, German language and culture. AP, Italian language and culture. AP, Spanish language and culture. Not AP, African American studies. Because again, I think Ron DeSantis thinks that's critical race theory, which none of you understand and continue to exhibit that on a daily basis. That is absolutely not. And that's a blanket no. statement, by the way. That is a huge blanket statement. <laughs> and that's ridiculous. And this is what the Democrats like to do. I'm right? not a Democrat. I'm bringing, I'm bringing you actual stats from the FBI. I'm bringing you actual bills that are actually the words written and you guys still make this blanket statement that all freaking that this guy's racist when all of you read this bill because I have. So why wait? Why do you think? Hold on. You think African American studies is about being oppressed? Again, it doesn't say anything in this bill. That but you think? Hold on. You think? That you think? You think what they're teaching in African American studies is that they're gonna pre? They're gonna be teaching kids that they're oppressed. That's what you think it is. That's what you're saying to me. Not at all. I'm saying that you can't just sit there and say black people have been and are systematically oppressed. Well, I'm telling you, that's not right. what AP African American Studies is. Then they can take it. Where in this bill does it say that you can't take it? It doesn't. 
It does. No, Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis stopped it from being offered. Where is the bill for that? Because it's got to be. No, Ron DeSantis just decided that himself, and people cheered. Critical race theory. No, AP African American studies. Oh well, I am going to look into that, and I will report back to that next week. However. You can't deny that this bill is not an anti-war. I mean, it's not, you know, stop. I mean, it's not as bad as a bill. Telling black people they can't be taught that they've been oppressed is uh, that That's seems not what they're saying. Pretty bad, yeah. That's not what they're saying. What is? Then tell me what it says. What do you think that's saying? More character or stat, character or status is even is either privileged or oppressed is necessarily determined by his or her race, color, sex, or national origin. That's what it says. It's saying, right. Don't, well. So here's the thing, right? And this is what is really bothering me about this freaking push, right? You're trying to put people back in boxes. You're trying to segregate. Nope, it's only the black people. Nope, it's only the Hispanic people. You nope, can take you any person can nope. take African American nope. studies class. You, I, I don't give a shit. That's absolutely true, right? And yeah, and they should. Wrong. I'll say that to Ron DeSantis, right? But to call this bill it, 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 what it's not. It's just ridiculous to me. It is. Oh, funny. you're you're deflecting here. You're focusing on the actual bill and not on uh, what yeah. he actually did. I'm, I'm focusing on the bill that is law. Well, so he and his press secretary also suggested that people that are against this bill are groomers. How do you feel about that? Where are you getting your information? Because I from Ron DeSantis's mouth. I am literally getting the bill. Right, so there's no there's no discussion, there's no opinion in this. I showed you the tweet from his press secretary suggesting people that were against this bill are groomers. That's what they said. Maybe that's what they believe. Maybe that's sure. And so, for a lot of us, we believe that what is being done and written uh, coming out of Florida is very racist. I think there's something to that. I just. I don't think it's a racist bill, and this is why. The second that you put, because of this skin color, that is, you're singling out groups, and that's racist, right? That alone is racist. All black people eat watermelon. That's a racist statement. Yes. All Mexicans are being, you know, that's a racist statement. All Mexicans like the- Do more. Right? <laughs> all Asians are bad drivers. All Asians wear socks and sandals, right? All Asians have 60% more peripheral vision because their eyes are so slanted. That's funny. You like that one? Yeah, that is good. Tell me that's not racist. That's bigoted and that's, you know, construed as racism. The second that you put labels and you put people in groups, to me, is a racist. So, for the good, better good, if you think it, you think it is, or worse, the second you start segregating into groups, it's a racist group. Whether you ter- that term is either good, bad, or indifferent to you, or in, the, in or used in this situation, it's racist. Period. Stop dividing people. You want to talk about divisiveness? You guys divide people into categories. No, only the blacks can do. Hold that. on. I've already, I just read to you, I mean, you I just read to you, freaking promoted and celebrated segregated freaking dorms on college campuses. Nobody did. No one did that. That's something that you guys imagined. Listen, here's, no one's, 
No, nobody's, nobody's, uh, nobody supports that. Honestly, there's a lot of things that you guys believe that I don't know where you guys come up with this stuff. Again, uh, you and Ben Proto talking about all liberals think the same. I think is exactly the reason Republicans keep getting their asses handed to them in the state of Connecticut over and over again. That's probably why is how disillusioned you are about who the enemy is. I just explained to you there's European history, Japanese, German, Italian, and Spanish. It's teaching them about these individual cultures. That's not racist. That's not racist. Uh, talking about a particular, that's not racist. Treating people poorly is racist or discriminated against them or giving them obstacles they have to overcome in life. Those are racist things. Is the bill, is the, hold on, hold on, Jimmy, is that bill racist? Of course not. It would get struck down if it was racist. It's the intention behind it. Just like the intention of when you're waving a Confederate flag, what are you really saying? You're saying, I wish General Lee had beaten General Grant and Jefferson Davis had stayed president of the Confederacy. That's what it's saying. Ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Right? I wish we would have beaten the North and that we wouldn't have to follow their stupid laws. Truly the most one of the most presumptuous things you have ever said to me, right? Now, to combat what you said just a few minutes ago, Western Washington University's fourth floor of Alma Clark Grass Hall has now been revised specifically for its black students. You, you know, when I when hold on, I went to college in the 90s. I was on a black floor. Join. And I say this because, like, all, all but three guys on my floor were black. I assumed American it was. University. I assumed it was a black American floor. University. Is that racist? University of Colorado, Cornell University is creating black student-only housing. Yes, yeah, sometimes African Americans are more being segregated on their own. And guess who's celebrating it? The left. Welcome back to segregation. There no, the so people who are celebrating it are the black people who don't no. like being discriminated against and, and, and don't like being treated as second-class citizens. This is, what, this is what's killing me, right? That the Democrats, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making the world believe he didn't exist, right? You guys are literally going back to freaking Jim Crow segregation Literally, I just, I just proved it. No, listen, no one is building and them their own water fountains. You are making them believe that this is in their best interest. When you segregate people the way you guys are... Aren't there black fraternities and sororities? There's Asian sororities and fraternities. People like to break up in their demographic group. That's a real thing. People who live in upstate New York at Cornell probably don't like being treated poorly by the racist people who live in that town. And so it's easier for them to just live in a dorm where they're all I safe and protected. I have been to Cornell. I have as well. Minutes away in Cortland for a year. Yeah. Yes. Nobody treated me racistly. Those Nobody people, treated my black those, I would say the people and of Cortland are 90, racist. And this was back in 1996. Same. There was no racism yeah. going on there, brother. Not as far as I could see. Not as yes. far as the black friends that I could see. Yeah, you got now, lucky. You were no. Hold on. There's a difference. I said Cornell, or I said Cortland, right? Yeah. Which is at the bottom of the mountain. If you don't know Cornell, Cornell is in the middle of a mountain. It looks down upon the valley. <laughs> it looks down literally and figuratively. Literally, looks right? down on those people. 
Cornell has its own little city. It's all cobblestone. It's gorgeous. It's one of the nicest campuses in America. Gorgeous, by the way. Good one. And it's a very liberal school. It's a very liberal school, right? There's not a lot of... I know a gay that went there. Right? Get out of here. (laughs) Now, what are the demographics of that school? It's predominantly white. Yes. Predominantly white. Predominantly democratic. And yet, they're doing bad things. And they're trying to segregate the blacks away from the whites. No, the blacks wanted to be segregated. That's why it happened. They wanted their own area. And how does that make sense to anybody? Let's put them over there. Let's put the darkies in the corner. Like, it's no different than half. No, it's, it's different because the school didn't say you guys have to live off campus in this other building. They said that they wanted to do it, and so they formed their own it. dorm. Then you don't allow it. You don't allow segregation. You Where's the freedom in that? And you definitely don't Where's celebrate. the freedom in that? Listen, you're okay. you so you guys hold on. You guys don't understand. You guys don't understand what racism is or what being a progressive is at all. Anybody on this screen understands racism, Joe? It's me. If anybody on this freaking screen understands it, it's me. Don't tell me I don't understand racism. I say you don't understand wokeism. You don't understand wokeism. I don't understand wokeism. I do because right. I'm woke, yo. Maybe, maybe you're right because you know what? Certain things that I don't want to understand. I don't want to understand the freaking theory and what's good about segregation. I don't. Because you can't explain it to me in a logical manner. Why are there fraternities and sororities that are broken up by race? Why is that okay? Those are sanctioned by the school even. I know a white guy in a black fraternity. I know black guy. I know Asians in all their fraternities. I mean, I don't know. Well, I also know Asians in Asian fraternities and whites in white fraternities and blacks in black fraternities. I'm going to agree with you on this one, actually. You're 100% right. This is a matter of elitism, right? And I don't like elitism either. Now we're, oh, no, this fraternity is better than that. We're only going to allow it. Now you're talking elitism. Which one, you know, and that is ridiculous in itself. And that's another conversation that we can have, especially when it comes down to this. Again, I'm going to say it. It's not a race war in this country. It's a class war we're having. Right. And again, that's where the elitism conversation comes in. But that's, a you know, a long way. That's a, that's a whole new ep- other episode that you and I could do. Yeah, so, I love it. And we should. I love tonight's episode. You were getting all fired up there, Joey. Did I? I don't even remember that. I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I was getting a little worried about the ticker. No, I'm good. All right, man. I just want. I'm to good. Make- As I always listen, I, I, you know, it's funny. I was, I just, uh, I was teaching some students the other day, and I explained to them. I said, you know, my mom seems to think this is not good for my heart, getting all excited. But as I constantly remind people. I'm still registered as a Republican. I'm white. I grew up Roman Catholic. I live in Connecticut. Nothing bad will ever happen to me. <laughs> None of these laws affect me at all. And I'm aware of that. However, you know, if you and 
I've always said you look Mexican, man. You go down. And I see. do, and some people think that, uh, the, yeah, that that that's uh, that my name is Spanish, and it's not uh, that's Portuguese. There we go. Yeah, it is, but yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. Nobody nobody bothers me. It's fine. You know, what? I, I really like to take the last couple of seconds of the show here, Joe, to explain to people how you and I are. We can sit here and we can yell and yell at each other. And we do. Yeah, well, you're wrong about a lot of stuff. In person, online, wherever, you know, we just yell because I think your contentions are ridiculous. However, at the end of the day, we're still friends. It's not your policies. It's not my policies. We're we're arguing over what we believe in them. But at the end of the day, Joe, I still worry about your heart, and I still want you to be well. Um, Thank you. You always will be, bro. I appreciate that, and I agree with you. And I've said that a million times. You know what? Uh, you might support some idiotic politicians, and you might be on the side of the Nazis, and that's fine. <laughs> because I know you, and I know you're not a Nazi. That's right, baby. All right, guys. Thank you very much for watching Divided We Stand. You can watch us on CT Politics TV channel. You can watch it on Roku, uh, Amazon. Apple TV, you can download that channel there and watch us. You can watch it on uh, Clovercrest Media. Oh, my God, we're everywhere, aren't we, Joe? We are everywhere. We're taking awesome. over. That's great. All right, guys. Again, thank you very much for Joe Aguirre. I am Jimmy J. Singh. Good night and God bless.